Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Master's Keys, where I believe that the Lord has a key to unlock your identity in his kingdom. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Nathan Crawford, the Master's Keys, and I'm so excited to share with you a recording of a message that I had the opportunity and honor to uh, preach in my local church. And this is about the gifts of the Spirit. And we've been studying um, in the past with episodes such as the Manifestation Gifts, the episodes out there talking about the gifts of the Holy Ghost, talking about prophecy, talking about speaking in tongues, talking about um, healing, that's out there. Also, we talked about the five-fold ministry. We're still in the middle of that. We have to teach about the pastor. But tonight, I wanted to give an opportunity for you to hear about the body ministry gifts. Now, the body ministry gifts is found in Romans 12, 4 through 8. And the scriptures read as this, For as many as we... As many have we many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith, or ministry, or service, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches is teaching. He who exhorts is exhortation. And he who gives liberally, he who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So we're going to go. I'm going to allow, uh, let this go and, and let you enjoy it. But enjoy and we will wrap up and get a chance to talk more about this. So the body ministry gives um, Nathan in church. So enjoy. Spirit. Actually, but a real good point to think about it. We're going to have to deal with flesh. Amen. 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 Because the flesh feels like it has its own power and influence. And sometimes there's flesh power. We do things out of the natural without any spirit involved. Oh, that's possible. Because you can see it, we need to recognize that. Because some people are very talented to get up here and speak and be able to be very charismatic, and they can be able to give you 10 points, or they might be able to break down one word, and they can get you up in a chair and you get up off of the ground, but there's no spirit in yeah. it. Oh, I, I remember being at a conference one time, and it was like, please. And you know, you have the you know, young ministers get up there and they're ready to be full of fire, they're just doing their thing, and they're going there, putting all their energy in, nothing wrong with that. And then there was a, a gentleman that, it's an older gentleman, and he got up in front of 
congregation, and he just said, oh, if men would praise the Lord with me. I'm like, well, what's he trying to do? He's not, I don't see any need in that. I don't know if he's trying to, and he just kept saying, because then the anointing shows up. Oh, then he started bringing unity because he said, oh, if men. It's like, then he started looking at you. You go, oh, I'm jump in and unify. Because of what he said. So we've got to understand sometimes when we see things naturally, we think that it's a spiritual, productive moment. And it may not be. So we have to be careful with the, the talents that we have sometimes and think that we are anointed. Where spiritual gifts operate both in natural and spiritually, it comes up. I like this. Gifts are external displays of God's character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the body ministry gifts, you'll see the character of God comes out. Because I'm glad he's mercy. Amen? Yeah. Because we talk about acts of mercy, I'm glad that he walks in mercy. Aren't you? Yeah. So you will see that these gifts are external displays of God's character. And we do not have the same function. Let me, let me pause for a second. I think this is something important. Because I think about function. Something that I am concerned about. Can I, can I share concerns with you? Yeah. Amen. Is this a safe place to share? Yeah. Amen. I mean, y'all my family, right? So we can share. Yeah. Amen. 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 See, I, I've been, you know, I told you I've been in the church for most of my life. I'm, well, I'm, I'm 54 years old. And, you know, I've been in church. You know, I told you, you know, my mother and Highly than we ought. Amen. I love 
really does that. Because yes, we just jumped into the spiritual gift. He's like, you need to have the right mindset. Don't come in thinking you're all that. Yes. Because without him, you're nothing. So when we look at the spiritual gifts and we see them, we ought to make sure to understand it's not about me, but it's about him. Amen. 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 Let's dig into the body ministry gifts, which I'm excited about. First one is exhortation. Quick uh, definition here. This gift has the ability to strengthen the weak. This same Greek word is used for the Holy Spirit in Christ. And you can see that in John 16, 17, 26. That Greek word is parakletes. Called to be one, called to one side, especially called to one's aid. So the Holy Ghost, part of who he is, is to come alongside you. <laughs> and we also need to have our this exhortation gift is one that's called alongside you to make the journey. Oh, do you know what they could do for a church if we could have those who would do exhortation? I am, um, and just give you an example, in the scripture here, it says here, Barnabas was called the son of encouragement, as found in Acts 4 and 36. And it says, thus Joseph, you know his name was Joseph? But because he was such an encourager, they called him Barnabas. Who was called by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus. So let me let me also, when we think about exhortation and, and when I think about Barnabas and he was the son of encouragement, the other thing I think of is just when John Mark and Barnabas and Paul had a situation in the scripture where John Mark Paul said, hey, John Mark, I can't have to go with you any longer. But Barnabas says, hey, John Mark still is in the kingdom. And I am willing to go alongside John Mark and walk with him. And if you look at the scripture, Paul and Barnabas went different directions. And Barnabas stayed with John Mark. But later in the scripture, Paul asked for John Mark. Barnabas did his gift. To go alongside John Mark to make sure he gets where he's doing. Um, I called, last night I called uh, James and, and Robin Triplett last night. Uh, the reason why I called is because you know, I said, hey, I think it's great when we can share personal stories of when you see a gift in action. Amen? Amen. And so I said, James, do you mind if I share something about you? And of course he's like, absolutely, you know, that's fine, that's fine. And I really think that this is important because when we see the gift in operation, and I want to make sure that if you feel that you see exhortation in your life, then you might want to ask yourself, how do I use this gift? So I'm going to give you a personal testimony. Uh, my wife, six years ago, was diagnosed with cancer. She actually went home to be home with the Lord to do. I think a lot of you know that story. But I remember a year and a half ago when we had got, we had, had multiple diagnoses of tumors kept showing back up. And I know some of y'all some of y'all know when you hear cancer, I know every one of you have a story and you it resonates with you. And I remember when we thought we had the chemos working and things were going okay, then we have that one MRI and it shows back up. 
And so my, my wife being who she was, she always kind of like, would always do a post on Facebook. Now, I don't like Facebook. Would you guys know? Okay. All right. All right. I have another name for it called the Flush Book. But it's okay. All right. But that's okay. It's okay. But she was a big Facebooker. So she would actually put there a post and she would say, hey, Lord, I still believe in the power of God and we got another diagnosis and another tumor has shown up, but I need you guys to pray. And I remember when she put that, I actually got a call from Robin that night. And Robin and James. And they said, can we come over to your house? And I said, sure. And to be honest, James and Robin, we knew each other, but we didn't have like a, a relationship. And she said, the Holy Ghost told me. I'm, I'm done there. You tell me the Holy Ghost told you, you come on over. They came over to our house, they sat down, and they said, this is what we're going to do. This is what exhortation. This is what we're going to do. We are going to journey alongside you. We've been through this. And not only did they say they were going to do it by talk, you know what they did? They said, you tell us a group of people that you want to specifically pray with you every month. We'll, we'll organize it. So every month on the calendar, they got whoever we said that we wanted to be in that group to pray, they, we went over their house once a month and go over and we would have prayer with my wife. Amen. Amen. And so we gave a list of people. Let me stop here. Be, I am so grateful for the Potter's house and people that were willing to pray. I wouldn't be standing in front of them. Amen. 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 But, but see, when you know that the Holy Spirit goes along your journey, Brother Houston, right? It's, it's not time to give up because there's more things to do. Amen. Yes. Amen. So they were willing to do that once a month. We had prayer, and that prayer was awesome. And it was beautiful. And actually, to tell you, we did that for about eight months. And guess what? That particular tour disappeared. It disappeared. We went back to the hospital and I said, here, don't get to the MRI. And the MRI said, I don't know what they saw, but it's not there now. And I really believe they were willing to go alongside our journey. The watching that gift before it with the body in action. Amen? Amen. So exhortation is important. We need to be able to be willing to go alongside our brothers and sisters in Christ. Second gift, teaching, which is the Greek word didasko. And it just basically means to hold discourse with others in order to instruct. Clearly explain and apply the word of God. Teachers like to make emphasis on listeners to be able to apply everything they learn in their lives. The biblical example is found in Acts 18, 18 through 28, and that's Aquila and Priscilla. A lot of you may know Aquila and Priscilla because there was a there was a, a gentleman, Apollos, who was really strong in the Word of God, preached the Word of God, knew the Scripture, but he also got instruction from Aquila and Priscilla in a more excellent way. Even though he had the, the mentorship and he knew the, the word and was very strong in it, the full of actually gave him some further instruction how to be a believer in 
So we need our teachers, regardless of what level where you are, we need our teachers to be active. And I really believe that we have the opportunity to develop more teachers. Because we said earlier, teachers will help you get grounded. Teachers want you to be able to have what you need to be able to apply to everyday life. Uh, when I look at the Greek word, the dasko, uh, I work in a medical field, so I work with physicians. And so I work with a lot of residents and fellowships and, and medical students. And they actually have what they call didactics. So they will do their clinicals and they will actually take a day and they will do didactics. And didactics basically is they're giving them bullet point instruction how to be a physician. So they understand they need that teaching moment as they have their experience, they need someone to give them the bullet point to be well known. And when I want to deal with the situation, what do I need to do? They have it laid out for them. So teaching in the world. Prophecy, which is the Greek word is prophetia. Proclamation from divine inspiration and declaring the purposes of God, whether by reproving, encouraging, comforting the afflicted, or revealing things hidden, especially by foretelling the future. The, the biblical example is found in Acts 21 and 9. And I'll read, read it to you here, starting at the eighth verse. Leaving the next day, we went up to Caesarea and stayed at the home of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. I like that scripture because of that. It's not based on gender, right? It's not based on status, right? So I make sure that we, we understand when God gives you the lead to do some to prophesy, it's not based upon gender. The other example that we actually used the last week was found in Acts 21 to 10 and talks about Agabus as he was prophesied to Apostle Paul what was going to happen to him. But I, I just want to kind of stop here because prophecy if you look at where we've gone, we talk about the prophet, and the prophet of the office of the prophet, who prophesies. But here we're talking about the body ministry gifts and how prophecy is necessary. Our prophecy is something that I think that we, and I've heard Pastor Connor hear a lot of people talk about, we need to get this back into our church. Because we feel like there's so much abuse going on when we start talking about prophesying that we cease to do it. The other part of that scripture says, do it according to the proportion of your faith, right? Yes. So it's about your faith. According to your faith, you prophesy. So I want to, we need to have our faith encouraged or increase so we are doing more prophecy. So we're proclaiming things. How, how, how many know that you've had God give you a sense to say something that you didn't do? We've all been here, right? Right? And you know, you're like, oh, I feel it, I feel it, I know you're supposed to be saying something. And, uh, oh, I don't know if that's the, the right time or, or what is it like that. But according to our faith, we need to be able to feel and sense the Holy Spirit and prophesy. And I'm going to be honest, I missed it. Or I don't know what I'm going to but I'm listening. Okay, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm human and I don't want to listen. But does that mean I quit on the gift? No. Because 
because God wants this gift operational in our church. Like once again, I, I work in a healthcare uh, facility. I work in healthcare. I actually work for a hospice in Ohio, over on Ohio Health. And I remember, you know, I'm in management, so we have a lot of leadership management, you know, one-on-ones. And I remember one time I was having a leadership uh, meeting with a one-on-one. This person was the director of both hospitals in Ohio, and so we meet. So this one time, you know, she said, hey, get an agenda, we'll, we'll talk and we'll go through your agenda. And so she came in the office and I said, you know, I said her name, I said, this is my agenda. And she's like, what do you mean? I need to pray for you and I need to talk to you right now. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they're thinking like, let's talk about budget. Let's talk about finance. Let's talk about staffing. I said, no, we need to pray. And I had no idea. And as I started to pray and started to speak into her life, she started to cry. And started, you know, tears were flowing. And I'm like, what is going on with, with this situation? And then she, as soon as we got done praying, got done talking to her, she said, you didn't know I'm going through the worst of worst possible. And I can't even tell you. She said, I had to hide it from my leaders. Because if they knew I had this situation, they would think I couldn't lead. But, but God was able to do something in her life, and she needed that moment. And we have moments where we have to go with the network You're not paying. I've seen it. Through you, where God gives you something, and you're like, I can give it to the church. Right? And, and we need that active in our church today because God has a specific. Wow, uh, what a first session, just ending there with prophecy um, being used in a body ministry gift. And what I like is that prophecy should be used in the in the church period. And just going back over that example, listening to it myself, talking about using that even in the corporate. Church is not confined by walls and buildings, you, you guys. We got to be led by the Spirit. So if it's in your job... God wants to use you to represent the church. And so in that example, I remember vividly that it was the Holy Spirit so heavy on my life, I had to say something to her. But I am so grateful to be able to share that with you. And we will start part two, but I just wanted you to get just an example of what God and how he uses the body ministry gifts. This is so important. I believe the gifts are under attack in the kingdom of God. So let us cultivate our gifts, be able to be mentored in our gifts. And please, if you get a chance, it's not about me, but listen to some of the other episodes that talk about how important a fivefold ministry is to help you to be equipped for um, in ministry, to be able to be perfected, uh, to be able to be what God has called you to be. What is Master Keys about? About you discovering your identity in the kingdom of God. So chime in soon. Part two will be coming out. Look for it. Part two, the body ministry gifts. God bless you. Always praying for you and love you all. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.